Hello, wise pineapples. Welcome to the Juicy Tidbits podcast, where my mission is to energize you, your team, and your sweet results. I'm your host, Christine Trippy, the Chief Fun Officer here at the Wise Pineapple. Today, my guest star is me. <laughs> I am going to talk about problem resolution and empathy. This is something that we could probably talk about every single day seven times a day and never talk enough about it. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. Now, problem resolution and empathy, they're like peanut butter and jelly. One really isn't good without the other. So that's why we're gonna talk about both of those things today. I recently had a personal situation that I think that we can all learn from. I'm still dissecting this situation and learning from it and, and, and pulling out the juicy good tidbits from it. Okay, so here is what I'm going to do. I'm going to share the story with you with the responses from both parties. I recently had a service experience and I'm going to share the story and I'm going to share the responses from myself and from the company. Then I'm going to give you five solid tips to problem resolution and empathy. And then I'm going to break it all down in the response and just to share with you and bring to life those tips that I just shared with you. Okay, so I'm going to share the story and the responses. Then I'm going to give you five juicy tidbits on how to problem resolve and have empathy. And then I'm going to take the example and story and bring the tips to life with it. Okay, deal or no deal? I'm going to take that as a deal. All right, act one, the story and the responses. Recently, I sent my sister some flowers while she was on vacation. She was away on a, a rather sad anniversary, and I wanted to let her know that I was thinking of her and that I was hurting with her. And because I couldn't be with her, I wanted to just send a little something. I just wanted to do something. So I went and I sent her a, a, a real sunshiny bouquet. I thought I wanted to send some sunshine her way, okay? So I sent her some flowers. Well, later that day, she posted the flowers on Facebook with a thank you and which was very sweet to do and then I saw the picture and I was like what the what I almost spit out my diet coke I couldn't believe what she received from what I ordered let me let me just show you a picture of the before of what I ordered this is what was on their website and this is the picture of what she received expectations versus reality Take a look at that. This is the sunshine that I ordered, and this is the flop that it was. Okay, sorry if you are on a podcast right now listening, but you can always check it out on YouTube. But just let me assure you that it was one of the saddest flower bouquets you could possibly imagine. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to tell you, I want you to tell me if I'm off here. Was, was that uh, delivered, uh, expectation delivered there? I don't think so. Even when those flowers get to be full bloom, there's no way it's even going to be half of what the picture was. Okay, so I was very disappointed. And I let them know. I sent the company an email and I said how disappointed I was. And I received a response from them that they were very sorry and that they would like to resend a new bouquet. And you know what? That might be a great response and a great resolution. But here was my response to them. I let them know that I sent the flowers for a very sad occasion. 
And I simply wanted to let my sister know that I was thinking of her. So it really isn't that important that she gets another better bouquet. Uh, I said, thank you for the offer, but I don't think resending will help in this situation. Plus, she and her husband are there and they're trying to get some rest and relaxation, re relaxation out on the beach. And they're going to be in and out. So it's not a great idea to resend them. I said, however, please tell me if this is what you would expect when in ordering this image. And I put the image in my email to them. And I, and I said, tell me, is this what you would have expected? And then I asked them, am I being unfair? I said, my sister was not complaining, but when I saw the picture posted on Facebook of the bouquet I sent her, I was embarrassed. And I certainly don't think it was worth the over $75 that I spent. And I said that I should have just sent a note. And I said, thank you for responding, though. All right. That was my response. Okay. Here is their response. Sending me an email. And they said, thank you for taking the time to communicate how our service did not meet your expectations. I would like to apologize to you, Ginny and Kel. Now, this I thought was very good. They said they used my sister's and my brother-in-law's name. And I thought that was good. That connected me to them for a moment. For the, uh, for, uh, and so let me go back. I would like to apologize to you, Ginny and Kel, for this inconvenience. Your feedback is highly appreciated and will, will assist us in better serving valued customers like yourself. A 30% refund off the product and a $15 gift certificate credit has been applied to your account for any inconvenience caused by this. This offer will process back to your payment method in one to three business days. Although unforeseen issues may arise, please rest assured we will further evaluate how we can prevent this problem from occurring again in the future. Again, we apologize for any inconvenience that you have received while using our company. It is our goal to retain you as a satisfied customer, and I hope to serve you again in the future. Okay, I can't wait to get to the debrief section. <laughs> Uh, now, I love this part. I'm not going to debrief it yet. I'm going to wait. I'm going to debrief it when I'm debriefing. <laughs> so much I want to say. <laughs> okay. All right. So that was my story. Those were the two responses. Act two. Here are the five tips for you. Five clear tips. And let me just say right now, I am not perfect at any of these tips. I'm not perfect at anything. <laughs> I've never met anyone that is perfect at empathy and problem resolution. And honestly, being imperfect at it is part of doing it well, actually. And I'll explain that in a minute. <laughs> it's about having the courage to stand in uncomfort and do the hard stuff, do the right thing. All right, so here's the five tips. Tip number one is listen. We have two ears and one mouth, so we should listen twice as much as we talk. And I know that you all are out there going, yeah, 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 that's part of every acronym we know. We know we're supposed to listen. But here's the thing. We're not listening. And I'm gonna, when I debrief, I think this is going to hit home for you a little bit more. And, and this is where we go wrong the most in the listening phase. We're not listening to learn. We need to become a student and listen to learn rather than listen to respond. How many of you are in the midst of that customer complaint and your shoulders are up, your arms might even be crossed, you're ready to battle? I want you to number two tip, stay out of judgment. 
they're trying to get away with something. This is what we're thinking in our head. We're all armored up and then we're thinking they're trying to get away with something. They should have known. It's in the confirmation. Relax your shoulders, take off the armor, become the student, and just be in the moment, stand in the uncomfort, and learn. Learn how this is affecting the person standing in front of you. And I know what you're all thinking too. And even if you're not thinking about it, once I say it, you're going to be just like, yeah, I get it. Half the time, we're so pressed for time and we've got so many more people to get to and serve. We just want to thank you so much for that feedback. Here's some free breakfast and go <laughs> and get to that next person. However, if we really care and we want to really resolve the problem and retain loyalty and keep those customers, we need to step out of it and know that we're going to have to take some time to stand in the uncomfort. Okay. So that tip number two was stay out of judgment. Okay. Open yourself up, take off the armor, relax your shoulders and listen. Step number three or tip number three is try to understand what emotion they're feeling. Here's where that empathy comes in. You know, the whole learn model, listen, empathize, apologize, react, notify. Those are great. They really help us to begin to understand how to, how to do this well. But I want you to um, uh, not focus so much on getting it right. Being there is getting it right. Truly being there. So try to understand what emotion they're feeling. That is, rather than feeling sorry for someone, that is understanding being in their shoes. What emotion is happening? Okay. Then fourth tip is be authentic. Engage. Stay curious. Ask questions. Again, don't worry about it being perfect or hitting the learn model perfectly. If you're there and listening, putting yourself in their shoes, understanding the emotion they're feeling, you're going to be authentic then. So just be there for them. It's not about doing it perfect. Okay. And I know you might be saying, well, the brand standard audit, if I don't do this before that, I'm going to get, you know what? Don't worry about that. It's more important that you show up authentically and really get to the root cause and, and retain that customer than if you apologize before the empathy. I do agree that, that it would be better to empathize first. <laughs> However, if you're being authentic, your message is going to come through. Okay? All right. So use here's something really important when you're using electronics to communicate in the in the be authentic phrase you want to use words that you normally use and when sometimes when we're writing an email we use however the i'm trying to think of an example right now i'm going to show you an example in when i do the debrief i'm going to show you there's a lot of words they use that if i was standing there talking to a real human being they probably wouldn't have said the things they'd said they they'd say it differently so just think about when you're typing a text or an email or a GXP mobile chat, you want to speak how you would normally speak. Be authentic, okay? Uh, not in slang. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying being genuine and authentic. All right, tip number five is empathy versus sympathy. In this situation, here's how sympathy looks. I'm sorry that you were embarrassed. I'm sorry for you. Poor you. 
Here's something free to make you feel better. Bye-bye. <laughs> Here's how empathy looks in this situation. I'm embarrassed too. This isn't what I would have expected, and it's not our typical service that we're known for. How can we make this up to you? Literally gave me goosebumps doing that. Did you guys feel that difference of feeling sorry for someone, get out of my way, versus empathy, I'm right there with you? How do we make this right? Again, you don't have to know all the answers, and you don't have to be perfect at it. Ask the questions. Be curious. Giving someone free breakfast because they never received their wake-up call and they're going to miss their flight totally doesn't make any sense. But yet, I've had people that have done that because that's all they knew to go to. They were just trying to move that person on. Oh, I'm sorry that you missed your, your wake-up call. Here's free breakfast. <laughs> Good luck on the flight. <laughs> okay, I think you guys are getting with me, getting there with me. Act three, the breakdown. Let's look at my response, response, yeah, my response resending to uh, uh, about resending the new bouquet. So I'm gonna, um, uh, you know what? I actually can even put that up here. I think this is the one. I don't think, yes. Okay. Yes. I said I don't think that resending will help. She and her husband will be in and out the rest of the time trying to spend some time on the beach. However, you tell me, is this what you would expect? So did I ever ask for something for free? Did I ever ask for them to give me a, 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 a coupon or a gift certificate for a future bouquet? Did I ever ask for any of that? If they were listening to me, the questions that I asked them However, you tell me, is this what you would expect? They never answered that. They never made me feel like I wasn't being unreasonable. And that's what I wanted them. To, I, that's what I wanted. I wanted them to say, oh, my gosh, that does not look like what you ordered. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry about that. Okay, so however, you, you tell me, is this what you would expect when ordering this image? Am I being unfair? This is what I wanted to know. And then I said, she wasn't complaining, but when I saw the picture posted on Facebook, I was embarrassed. So again, that was at tip number four. So try to understand what they're feeling. I told them what I was feeling. I told them that I was disappointed. I told them that I was embarrassed. I told them that this was a very sad occasion. And they didn't take the courage to address any of that. And then I said I was embarrassed and I certainly did not think it was worth over $75. So I, again, I did say that I did not feel the value was there. So if they were really listening, those are the things I wanted to talk about. And I want, and, and it literally, they didn't have to credit me. They didn't have to give me a certificate. They didn't have to do any of those things. I just wanted them to say, yeah, this is not okay. You're not being unreasonable. <laughs> That's what listening does for you. You want to listen to what they're really saying. And then again, when you're trying to understand the emotion people feel, I told them what I was feeling. All they had to do is re-say that back to me. And, and using the me too. I'm embarrassed too. I'm in your shoes right with you. I'm embarrassed that that was posted about our company on the internet. That's not, the, that's not the floral arrangement you ordered. And that's not the floral arrangement that we're known to send. But 
as a person in hospitality my whole life, I know people make mistakes. So again, I wasn't really asking for anything. I just wanted them to know. Okay. And 80% of our guests are the same thing. They just want someone to hear them, to take off the armor and hear them. It really is what they want. All right. So being, uh, understand, let's go back and let's look at their response to me. Okay. Some of it gets cut off by something on here. So let me see if I do this. This, this helps. Okay. It says, thank you for taking the time to communicate how our service did not meet expectations. And again, if I was standing with a person, would you ever say to, to somebody standing in front of you, thank you for the time, taking the time to communicate with me? Probably not. It sounds like a robot. You know, thank you for the, taking the time to reach out to me, to talk to me, to etc. So again, think about that authenticity and how you're showing up. Um, this did not meet expectations. I would like to apologize to you, Ginny and Kel, which I will say I did like their uh, response for using the names. That was good for this inconvenience. Your feedback is highly appreciated and will assist us in better serving valued customers like yourself. So that's a real great canned statement that's in a typical form letter. And again, they're talking about them and how they can do better. Guess what? I want you to talk about my situation right now. So that doesn't really sit well with me. I wanted you to answer the questions I asked you, not how you're going to take this and do better next time to somebody else. A 30% refund of the product and a $15 gift certificate credit has been applied to your account for any inconveniences caused. Okay, so immediately they're giving me these freebies. I don't want them. I'm never going to use that gift certificate. And to apply them for any inconveniences caused, like if an inconvenience was caused, I just spilled out my heart to you and... You're just taking a guess if there was an inconvenience or if something was wrong. It just, it's just so unauthentic. Be there. Be there. Wait, I'd have to do this. Be there. It's so unauthentic. Okay, I'm going back to it. All right. <laughs> if you're on the podcast, I'm going in and out showing the um, the email back and forth, the actual text here. Okay, so let me see here. They offered me the freebies. And again, remember, that's very much like, here's uh, a complimentary parking. Please, please leave now. <laughs> here's free breakfast. Please go on. Let me get to the next person. Here's for, here's 10%, here's 30% off and a free gift gift certificate for next time. It's not working for me. Uh, this offer, and then again, then they go right into the technicals. There's no emotion in this at all. This offer will process back to your payment method in one to three business days. Although unforeseen issues may arise, rest assured, we have further evaluate how we can prevent this problem from occurring again in the future. Again, we apologize for any inconvenience you have experienced while using our company. So unauthentic. Okay, it is our goal to retain you as a satisfied customer and hope to serve you again in the future. All right, if you were standing next to somebody, would you ever say, it is my goal to retain you as a satisfied customer? So again, use language. Don't feel like you're trying to write a, a, 
a paper for college, <laughs> you you want to use language that you use. And again, I'm not talking about being um, using you know, jargon and, uh, and being off the cuff, I'm talking about how would you talk if you, I was standing right next to you. Okay. All right. So let's take a look really quickly at those four tips. Listen, I pointed out how they didn't listen. I told them how I felt. I told them what questions I was, I asked them specific questions and they weren't listening. They didn't answer those questions. Stay out of judgment. This is not something I could see that they did. However, they didn't try to blame me, which was that was a good thing. But I know in 34 years in hospitality and reading post after post after post on many of the house of the hospitality groups, everyone has got their arm around. I, I don't want to say everyone. A huge population of our industry right now is wearing their armor armor. Stay out of judgment. Take off the armor. Don't assume, become the student, listen to learn. Number three, try to understand what emotion. Again, in that situation, I told them what I was feeling. It was a very sad occasion. I was disappointed. I was embarrassed. Use that language back. If, if a customer or a guest uses that language of how they're feeling, use it back. And also saying, me too. And not me too. One time I had an even worse situation. That's not what I'm talking about. Me too, meaning I'm in your shoes. I'm feeling what you're feeling right now. Not I'm sorry for you for feeling that way. Makes a difference. Be authentic. Engage. Stay curious. Don't worry about being perfect. If you just show up and stand in the uncomfort and be there for that person, that's going to be enough. And empathy versus sympathy. Again, it's not, I'm sorry for you. It's, I understand how this would feel. I can imagine how you're feeling. I'm feeling this way too right now. It's being there with them. Okay. All right. So that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I hope this is impactful for you today. Let's see. We're at 22 minutes. Okay, good. Didn't go too long. I didn't know how long it was going to take to share that with you. All right. But just to come out of that heavy topic there, let's make room for a little bit of fun. I'm going to just turn the, uh, the, the, the stage on me and I'm going to pick one of my fun questions. Let's see here. Oh, this is a fun one. Okay. If you could reenact a love scene from any movie, what would it be? Now, I, I immediately, the first thing I thought of, but then I had a second thought. So I'm going to give you the first thing I thought of was I think the most romantic scene ever made was in It's a Wonderful Life when George was talking to his friend, Sam Wainwright, on the phone. And oh, now I'm forgetting her name. Mary, Mary <laughs> was there listening. And they were both listening on the one phone. And there's that moment. And then they finally kiss. It was so adorable. But now if I could reenact a love scene, it would be the movie Australia between Hugh Jackman and what is her name? The girl from Moulin Rouge. I don't know why I'm blanking on her name. I can see her face. You guys know who I'm talking about. But anyways, all we need to know is that it's with you, Jackman. <laughs> 
All right, there's a little bit of fun for you today. All right, and then if you would want to invest in your team to learn more about problem resolution and empathy and yes is the answer, those types of things, put I'm going to put in the show notes of this episode, my calendar link. If you want to schedule a 30-minute call with me and we can just talk about some options, get you some ideas on what we could do, whether it's virtual, whether it's in person, I would love to help empower your team to resolve problems and empathize. Awesome, awesome. All right, so we always end every huddle with great energy. So our phrase is that, you know what? It's all about being authentic and leading from the heart. So let that be our phrase of the day. I'm gonna count us down. Wherever you are in the world right now, I want you to put your hand in and I want you to shout it out with me. Lead from the heart on three. Ready? Okay, here we go. A one, a two, a three. Lead from the heart, my friends. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. And I hope this little juicy tidbit really helped um, pull out some pointers. Take it to your huddle today and resolve those problems and retain our awesome customers. I love you guys. Bye.